0: Billy Donovan has made comments about the starting five of the Chicago Bulls and how they're going to combat the rebounding of the Toronto Raptors. We're going to talk about that. Plus, ask the question, can the Bulls take advantage of the Atlanta Hawks possibly blowing up their roster? We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Right off the top, if you want to follow me, you can do so at C-E-O Hayes, that's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod. But let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So, Billy Donovan has made comments about the Chicago Bulls starting five, specifically how they've gotten out-rebounded in their matchups against the Toronto Raptors this past season. Let's go ahead and play that now not opposed to that at all um you know obviously they're all going to play um i do think that they're obviously a really really big team their physical team and obviously one of the better rebounding teams in the league but to be quite honest with you I i think that some of our difficulties or challenges rebounding the ball have had very little to do with size you know um i think it's been more um the consistency of you know what you really have to do whether it's been rotational blockouts or guys running to the rim you know I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily been the case you know as you go back and watch film on some of that stuff um we could be bigger and still not rebound well enough i think there's things technique wise that we have to do to be better uh you know going forward rebounding so right there you see that billy donovan talked about the rebounding right and while there has been some thought process between uh, starting patrick williams there he doesn't necessarily think that starting Alice Caruso is going to be the reason why they have been or may get out rebounded against the Toronto Raptors. Now, I have my own thoughts on that, right? Looking at it in my perspective, size, especially when you're talking about rebounding in the NBA, at some point you just it just gets to a point to where you just cannot, no matter how hard you fight, no matter how much heart that you that you play with, you just can't combat size when you're playing a 6'4 guard. At power forward so and especially with the Toronto Raptors being one of the um the 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 taller teams in the NBA especially having that wingspan especially having Yaka Poto down there now we've only played one matchup uh since they've gotten Poto um I really look at it and say listen while I don't think that Billy Donovan is going to change the starting five I do think that he could he should consider it but I think more so than what who starts the game it's about who finishes and who plays the minutes and who plays in the rotation if the Bulls do start getting out-rebounded hugely if Billy Donovan does not adjust by using Patrick Williams and Andre Drummond in this game, it could be a long night for the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, the guys from Bulls Talk podcast he said this. Is there something else, though? Because when I went back and looked at the numbers from those three games, we always clamor that Patrick Williams has to rebound more. Right. But it seems like some of his better rebounding games have actually been against Toronto. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, it's an ideal matchup because they just keep coming at you with those big wings. That's mm-hmm. what this team's all about. Now, also, Purda, we haven't even mentioned him yet. Big, he big only acquisition. played in one of the three games, just like Patrick Beverly only played in one of the three games for the Bulls. But he makes that team... So much better with his physicality, his size, his screening ability. He is a legit screener. So yeah, this is a tough matchup for the Bulls. If you draw it up, this is one of the worst matchups of the playing teams to me. And so I, I, looking at this and, and you know, in playing both these clips, what I look at and what I take from it is it's just this, right? Andre Drummond and Patrick Williams, regardless of who starts, who does not, and we know Drummond doesn't have a chance of starting but no matter who starts on the Chicago Bulls if Patrick Williams and Andre Drummond have it going if they're playing well if their size is helping the Chicago Bulls not only in the rebounding battle but also in defending and, and, and getting buckets right then they have to get minutes in this game I do think that you know this is a game in which we and we've said it all season like if Andre Drummond is playing well if he's not doing some of the more boneheaded things he's done at times he has to be in this game he has to play a heavy part of the rotation as does Patrick Williams, and so. The Bulls in this matchup against the Toronto Raptors, not rebounding is a huge part of it, and rebounding is one of my keys to that because it's going to allow the Bulls to hopefully get out and transition and do things like that. But outside of just the rebounding aspect of it, it's also the defense. It's also, you know, getting to the, the loose balls, the 50-50, playing with the energy. Yes, Alice Grusso brings that energy a lot. We know what Alex Grusso has done in deflections in the NBA. I think he actually led the league in deflections once again in the NBA or was close to it. But when it comes down to it, sometimes it just you're just going to get out work sometimes no matter how much that you work if you have a, a, a player with a seven foot wingspan and you're a 6'4 guard it's it's sometimes all the effort in the world is not going to put you in the proper positions and so you know with Billy Donovan even talking about his mindset and talking about how he kind of views this matchup and saying that you know the Bulls didn't get out rebounded because of it was a technique and effort thing and so you know We'll see, right? And I think that I know it's going to draw a lot of attention from Bulls fans. It's going to draw a lot of here goes Billy Donovan again with with the small ball thing. And it's all valid, right? Billy Donovan does have a propensity for small ball. He just is, at least on this roster, he's shown that, right? And so I think it's going to be important for Patrick Williams and Andre Drummond to make sure that they play well enough in this game against the Toronto Raptors that that Billy Donovan has to play them, right? And so... I do think that it's going to come down to it. Alex Caruso is going to give us some great defense. Alex Caruso is going going to get some deflections. He's going to get some turnovers. He's going to do those things for the Chicago Bulls. But if it gets tight, right, if the game gets close and the game is, is one of those games where you just need that extra bit of size, you just need a little bit more rebounding, you just need to combat the length of the Toronto Raptors, if it gets to that point and we see Billy Donovan stick more so to that uh, that small ball lineup. It's going to be a long and hugely difficult night for the Chicago Bulls if he does that. And so Billy Donovan has been stubborn at times with his rotations. He's been stubborn with his adjustments. He's been stubborn in sticking to players and lineups that he just—it's his safe zone. We, you know, we joke about it in the live stream that you know the lineup, the small ball lineup with Addis Caruso at as at power forward has become his precious, like like Gollum from from Lord of the Rings. And so you know, I just hope that you know, in in doing this and in the younger players, hopefully playing better as well, um, that he he just, he goes to them, right? That he uses them, that he does not stick so hard on this lineup that is a really good defensive lineup, but sometimes you need more than just that. And I think that's what the Bulls are going to need, that little bit of extra to help give them, uh, put them over the top of the Toronto Raptors. So, you know, we'll see, man. At the end of the day, the Bulls have to execute, and it's more than just rebounding to the game, of course, but it just makes it so much, so difficult on a team when, one team is getting three and four chances to shoot the ball on every possession because we are not rebounding the ball well enough defensively, so you know we'll see what that means. We'll see what that does for um for the bulls and how Billy Donovan coaches this game against the Toronto Raptors, but I tell you what you're gonna have to wake up Billy because uh, uh gumdrop billy it's 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 about to be real ugly for you if you uh if the bulls don't rebound this ball, then you stick to that small ball lineup but moving on from that and talking about being ugly for the bulls. Basketball reference have given the Chicago Bulls a 27.1% chance to win the play-in with the Lakers having the highest chances to come out the play-in and the Oklahoma City, whoa I almost murdered that, the Oklahoma City Thunder having the uh, the worst chances of making it out that play-in tournament. The Bulls sit right above the Thunder, one spot above them, with a 27.1% chance and looking at that I honestly think that that's pretty fair. When you look at how up and down the Chicago Bulls have been, while I give the Bulls a 50-50 chance to beat the Toronto Raptors, just because I, I've seen how this team can compete when they when they can, and I do think DeMar DeRozan and Patrick Beverly are going to come in really motivated and have the energy of that team at a different level. Um, when you look at the way that the Bulls have played, when you look at the fact that even in that clip I played, that you know Casey Johnson then we were talking about the fact that you know, the Bulls just haven't fared well against the Toronto Raptors. And then on top of that, we only play one game with them having Yakapoto, who in his career averages almost 18-11 on 65% shooting against the Chicago Bulls. So they have a different level of wrinkle to that team. They have a different level of execution. And I think also when you look at the coaching, right? Nick Nurse is a is a is way better at making defensive adjustments than Billy Donovan. Every time we play the Toronto Raptors, they've had a different defense. A different defense that they've used down the stretch of that game, a different defense that they've used to try to attack the Bulls and get in the Bulls' head. We've already talked about it yesterday. Uh DeMarta Rosen has the lowest point per game total against the Toronto Raptors that he's had against any team this season, right? And so the 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 length. The coaching of the Toronto Raptors, the fact that the Toronto Raptors also have more playoff experience than the Chicago Bulls. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie: you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Generally, up and down that roster, I understand why the Bulls have a twenty-seven percent chance to come out the playing. On top of that, we're also talking about. A, a league in which, so, since the playing's been a thing, no 10th seed has even won a game. Now, it's been a very short time period. It's not like we've ha- we have 10 years of data on that. But still, the, the, everything is stacked up against the Chicago Bulls to potentially, you know, not be able to come out that plane. And so the odds being what they are, it does not surprise me. But, hey, I'll tell you guys this. I'm not a betting man. I'm not going to bet. But if you guys are betting people and you and you believe in the Chicago Bulls chances, hey, maybe take that bet. Maybe you can you can uh recoup a lot of money on that if you do if the Bulls do end up winning. But when you look at the playing tournament in general, um in the NBA right now and how everything's set up it's going to be an interesting play, especially in the Eastern Conference. When you look at it being the Bulls versus the Toronto Raptors, then the then the winner of that goes on to face the loser between the Heat and the Atlanta Hawks. Who you know, I have the I have the Heat uh, uh in winning that game. By the way, go to NBA Central, me and P Kid from the Windy City uh Breeze actually have a playoff um uh first. We're doing the whole play in and the first round of the playoffs. Our predictions there. So go and check that out. Really good episode by the way on that one. But overall, the Bulls chances to come out to play in a slim everything is stacked up against the chicago bulls but if the bulls can have that level of heart that we've seen at times if the bulls can have the execution the times where they just understand and zach Levine, patrick everybody's everybody's fitting into their roles and doing the things that we've seen and know that they can do at times the Bulls can beat the Toronto Raptors. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a test of everyone on the team. It's going to be a test of Billy Donovan and how much he's going to be able to adjust to what Nick Nurse is about to try to do to the Chicago Bulls. It's not going to be easy, right? And I, I can't blame anybody for not thinking that or for thinking that the Bulls are not going to make it out this playing tournament. And I you guys know, I've gone back and forth. I, I a couple weeks ago doubted the Bulls' chances to even make the playing tournament. So here they are now. But with a with just how crazy the season's been for the Bulls, I can't blame anybody for giving the Bulls slim chances to come out the plan. It's up to them to prove it. It's up to them to come out with the heart, determination, the execution, right, um, to be able to play uh, in a win or go home scenario. And I don't, I haven't seen enough from the Bulls for me to feel as safe in just making that bet that the Bulls are going to do that. But I know that 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 ability is there. I know that that chance is there for them. They just got to execute. Now we can talk all day about the chances then of in the next game, or even if they do make it to the first round, those chances, of course, they get lower and lower as we go over the Bulls to do meaningful things. And while I understand the mindset of, okay, what are you fighting for? just Let's just let it go. But at the end of the day, I'm a Bulls fan. I'm always going to be a Bulls fan, and I want to see this team execute. I want to see this team do whatever they can do. I'm never going to be mad at Bulls winning basketball games. And so let's see what it ends up shaking out for the Chicago Bulls, and if they are – if they come out with that level of determination that we need against the Toronto Raptors and they prove that 27% chance wrong. Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. Before we go, it came out yesterday that the Atlanta Hawks ownership has given the GM permission to trade anyone on the roster. Now, I want to put this in perspective. Just because you're giving permission to trade anyone on the roster doesn't mean that they're going for a rebuild. It doesn't mean that they're blowing it all up. It doesn't mean that they're trying to just trade away all their talent so they can bottom out and get draft picks. It basically means that, hey, we are not married enough to anybody on this roster to where if you get a deal that's going to improve this team and you have to include include Trey Young, do it. If you have to inc- include anyone, do it. As long as you're improving this roster and getting us to a spot to where we can actually be a in contendent in, in, in contention, I, I overcomplicated the word in contention <laughs> for possibly getting to an ECF for possibly getting to NBA Finals. So I want to make sure that I that I frame this conversation correctly, is that it's not the Atlanta Hawks, at least not the indication that I've gotten from the comments so far, that they are completely blowing it up. But it does mean that they know and realize that they have to drastically improve that team, much like the Chicago Bulls do. I've said it before. The Chicago Bulls are not going to blow it all up. I know a lot of Bulls fans would hope that. It's not going to happen. But the Bulls should at least go into this offseason, and their mindset should be on, we're going to do whatever it takes to improve this team. Now, the reason why I bring this up on a Bulls channel and talk about this is because not that I'm interested in Trey Young, and I don't think the Bulls should be because that, you talk about a, a defensive whoa you talk about Trey Young, Zach Levine, and then if you keep DeMar DeRozan, that combination of players, that's barbecue chicken all up and down the roster. But All that being said, right, if the Atlanta Hawks do not find it, and I think part of the reason why the Atlanta Hawks may be open to this is the DeJounte Murray of it all. Because now that they have DeJounte and they see what he can do at the point guard position, both offensively and defensively, if you do move on from Trey and you get a guard that's going to be better fit next to uh, DeJounte Murray, if you get a power forward and you can get a star, if you can get a Jalen Brown. If you can get something like that and it takes Trey Young and you still have DeJounte there, cool. But let's talk about how the Bulls can benefit from it, right? What can the Bulls, what players on this roster could the Bulls be interested in? The first one is, is is DeJounte Murray. That's first and foremost on that roster. If the Bulls are going to talk to the Atlanta Hawks about a trade, DeJounte is who I would hope that the Bulls are making the call on. Now, what would it take for the Bulls to be interested in, and kind of facilitate a deal? That's the biggest question, right? Because let's say the Bulls do use the career-ending injury exception and they are granted that. For Lonzo Ball's contract, they could then try to trade for DeJounte and absorb most of that contract in the cap space, and then maybe you do send the future first. Maybe you do send one of your younger players in a Daylon Terry or something like that. If that's what it took to get DeJounte Murray here, while I love uh, Daylon Terry, and I think I, I actually have a take when it comes to Daylon Terry that I think Daylon Terry, when it's all said and done, is going to be one of the motors of this Bulls team if he's still around. But if that's what it takes to get you DeJounte Murray and to get you a nice two-way point guard next to Zach Levine, I'd be willing to do that, right? But also, other players that they could absolutely be interested in. Um, while I don't hate Sadiq Bey, um, I think that Sadiq Bey could be one that the Bulls are interested in. on A much lower deal it wouldn't take uh, uh, much to get him in there. DeAndre Hunter is another player that I'd be interested in on their roster. And then, of course, Clint Capella, especially if Nik- Nikola Vucevic does leave. Now, the thing in the question is that is what can the Bulls offer the Atlanta Hawks that would make that deal worth it. I've already talked about in the DeJounte Murray deal. If they're interested in Dalen Terry, you can send them a future first, but that doesn't really make the Atlanta Hawks better now, right? And if that's what they're trying to do, if the Atlanta Hawks are trying to get better now, then of course, common mindset would have you go, could they be interested in a DeMar DeRozan? Last year of his contract, you're not attaching long-term money to it. Um, if the Atlanta Hawks need to make another pivot, if they want or have a, a free agent target in the 2024 Free agency, they could be willing to take on DeMar DeRozan's contract to then have that become cap space in the following offseason. There's a lot of permutations that could get the Bulls there. But I'll tell you what, that that now that's come out, a lot of teams, especially teams that are that maybe uh have disappointing playoff or postseasons, may be circling around the uh the Atlanta Hawks to see what they can get out of this team. And I also want to point out this thus the Atlanta Hawks, as of right now, have said, hey, you have permission to trade anyone, let's not overlook that if the Atlanta Hawks can get out this playing tournament and then go on in a playoff run, which I think is unlikely, but if it if it does happen, if the Atlanta Hawks come out this playing tournament and, and they win a, a playoff series and then another playoff series or whatever or a competitive in a second round series, don't be surprised if the players that they're willing to move changes a little bit because their mindset then may move from, hey, we can move anyone to improve this team to say, hey, we have some things here, but if we, if we move a John Collins and, and bring in a better player at that position or whatever, then we can keep the rest of this core together. So that's just something to look out for. Monitor as we go into free agency and the offseason overall. Got to get through that playing in first. But that's it for today's episode of uh, Bull Central Pod. Please let me know your thoughts, feelings, comments, concerns, everything down below if you're watching the YouTube video. Or if you're on the podcast side, I'll tell you how to get those into us. You can follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bull, no, Bulls Central Pod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Play-ins coming. Peace.